0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much for hanging on and uh, hanging out. Certainly appreciate it. Talking a lot of Packers football today. Packers get a win over the weekend, and uh, we're discussing. Short week, getting you ready for, uh, well, obviously the holiday, and then we get into the Packers-Titans game coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Eric check of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. So, Eric, I'm listening to Matt LaFleur, and one of the things that, uh, you know, everybody's talking about the second half offensively for this team, and he says, well, they dropped eight. They were concentrating on uh, Devontae, and the one thing that I noticed was even the quick outs, they were getting really fast to the line of scrimmage. They sacked Aaron Rodgers a couple of times, so they won up front. They blitzed a few times. They won in the trenches. So what did you see differently in the second half versus the first half of that ball game?
1: Well, the, the biggest thing was the uh, – um, not running the football. And if you listen to the uh, press conferences or the zoom meetings or whatever you want to call it, um, sounds like there was a lot of uh, checking out of the pass, checking out of run plays at the line of scrimmage. So uh, if you, you know, if you read between the lines and look at what was said, because, you know, you know, he had said there was 10 passes to four runs. And when you look at the, you know, at, at how it worked out on video, it wasn't that it was it was it was not there were not 12 runs so maybe there were 12 runs called but they only ran the ball like six so um yeah they're just gonna have to you know get on the same page there a little bit and you know i can see where there's some frustration because they weren't um allowing some of the the running play some of the pass plays to happen so um you know let's throw the, you know, you got a quarterback who likes to throw the ball and all that good stuff. So, but yeah, whatever, they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, looking at that team, I guess, you know, going into that game, I thought there's going to be a lot more pressure than actually was, uh, on the quarterback because in the past what that team, what that football team did is with their front, uh, well, if you want to call it front seven, uh, most teams are front six now. Um, you know, they sent a lot of guys. It was five, you know, pretty consistently, so yeah, you know, they sent four and three at times, and you know, and I, I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, and even when they did send four, they had a, you know, one of the outside guys was particularly, uh, I think it was Burns, was uh, responsible for for running backs coming up. But they had that team scouted very well. There's no question about it because as soon as Devontae Adams took a lateral step, that quarterback was firing um, to go meet him at the line of scrimmage. So that was. Um, I thought was pretty impressive. And they also were very cognizant of the running back out of the backfield into the flat. So where I think, you know, there were times where I was like, gosh, why aren't they running the running back? Deep? They're so cognizant of the running back in the flat. They need to run that guy, you know, run a, run a real route or just a circle. Um, to the middle part of the defense, I think there would have been some opportunities there. And, and probably if they were facing a different team, then maybe they would have got a little bit more aggressive. But, you know, you're up 21-3 to 3 at halftime. How excited do you get about making adjustments at halftime? I mean, probably not a whole right. lot. So, you know, there's some human factor to that.
0: Uh, first of all, I completely agree. Because I, I watched... Devonte and yeah, I, I kind of watched some of those plays. Uh, I went back and I just have it sitting here on my on my on my laptop, and I went watched some of those plays. But they were they were so quick to the line of scrimmage, and they were so much keying on him. And I know Matt Lafleur said, "Oh no, they were playing soft." Well, they were lining up soft, but playing soft and lining up soft are kind of two different things. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean if you go back and watch the video. He takes one lateral step, and that cornerback was firing. You know, so. These are all things that, that I think they do a really good job on is doing counter, countering stuff. I thought, you know, they boot pass towards the end zone there, uh, that a concept that was, you know, wide open. Because that whole defense, if you watch it, just ran. Soon as he, soon as the quarterback, you know, ran, you know, started booting, that whole defense shifted. So there was a hole in the back end there that, uh, you know, a running back would have been open in the middle of the end zone. You know? So there were concepts that were available. Uh, that they just didn't run, you know, again, it's up twenty one to three. How exciting are you gonna get about doing a whole lot? And then I think what happened is they, they the snowball started coming downhill a little bit. You know, so I think those are things that, that they'll change and um, they have some experience, but but I you know, in reality is they're gonna be playing Tennessee this week. So, you know, my my thought process there is that, you know, if I'm Matt LaFleur I got the whole playbook open and available and we're gonna you know, we're gonna be hell bent for election.
0: I wanted to ask you about the defense because I thought the defense did what they needed to do. Even though they did give up the drive and they had to punch the ball out in a game-changing moment in which they got the fumble – Uh, I still think the defense played pretty well and you're seeing more and more consistent pressure on quarterbacks, not only coming from Zedaria Smith, but you're seeing Kenny Clark in the mix up the gut. You're seeing other guys, uh, Barnes, Martin, you saw Rashawn Gary, uh, even Preston Smith. It seems like they're getting into a better front flow when it comes to in the trenches defensively. Do you agree?
1: I like, I agree to a a high degree of what you're saying there. I like the way they're doing things now and there's some, you know the complaint that I had all through this season is, where are the playmakers at every level? Um, you know, you have you have a playmaker on the back end and in twenty three, actually. Unfortunately, he's not much of a playmaker because they don't throw to him because he's that good. So, you know, so Kevin King looks like he's getting picked on, but the reality is you can't throw to 23 because there's nowhere to throw. Um, so, what I like on the back and what I see coming up is you saw the way they're using Amos now uh, first and second downs. He's closer to the line of scrimmage, third down and long ups. You know, or super passing downs, they're firing him back deep. I really like that. I, I like the emergence of Savage. He seems to be playing. He still gotta um, temper a little bit, you know, when he's getting close and come to balance to make a tackle. But I thought he took a lick on a running back last week or on Saturday night. He came up in the hole and stood there and took his punishment, boy. Uh, but he didn't give it up. So you know, that was that was good to see. I like Barnes. Uh, what's happening there at the mid level? Um, you know, if you look at the, that, that that game, as soon as he left the game, that's when they started running the ball with the quarterback because he was really good, technically sound, keeping square, eyes forward in his drop where you saw um, Percy on that quarterback scramble for a touchdown, played, you know, patty cake with a running back and gave up a touchdown there. You know, I I, I think Barnes did a nice job there. and I, I see him ascending uh, as well as uh, – Martin, you know, Martin's a rookie. He's got to remember he's not playing in the Big Ten anymore. The running back's got a little wiggle. So he'll have to, uh, to temper some of it well. But I like the way he flies around. I like his aggression. And then on the line of scrimmage, the guy who's emerging is uh, uh, Kiki. You know, you see him, he gets a little bit high sometimes in the run game, but I really like what, what he, how his aggressive and his flying around. And then, of course, Gary, uh, you see him flying around a little bit too. So I think they're on the rise. Um, there's some really good things there they still have to figure out they still have to be more sound in the run game with their run fits, so it 'll be really interesting to see what happens this weekend if they you know stand up toe to toe but really the defense is is designed when you look at it is not to give up the big play that 's that 's what it is. No big passing plays make offenses eight nine ten yard yeah all the way down the field, and then when we get packed in in the red zone, you know we 'll take our chances.
0: Talking with Eric Brancheck of the Green Bay Press Gazette, and uh, I look I, as much as I want to really analyze or maybe even overanalyze the Carolina game. I, I think now we set our sights on on the Tennessee Titans and what the expectations are, are most likely to be. I think first and foremost, you're talking about a 10 win win team coming into Lambeau Field, just win the damn game. That's first and foremost, and then uh, the, how do you win the game? That becomes the question. I mean, do the Packers get off to a really fast start and say put up 21 before a blink of an eye and force them to get rid of uh, throwing the ball or giving the ball to Derrick Henry and that they start putting it in the air just to play catch up? And that would take them out of their game. What It's not that I want to see a game go toe-to-toe, but I would like to see the Packers in somewhat of a smash-mouth, grind-it-out type of performance in which you get a real sense as to what the defense overall is capable of doing. You know what I mean? It's kind of like be careful what you wish for but it's kind of like that's what you wish for because that's going to be a springboard into the postseason. Now, how do you see it? Well,
1: I definitely don't want to see a close game, or nor do I want to see it. I, I, yes, as a football fan and as someone in my seat sitting there in the press box looking down, I would love nothing more to see a 13-17 uh, to 17 Smash Mouth football game. However, I don't think that's going to happen. If that does happen it could go, you know, the it could go the Packers way. Um, I'd be a little bit frightened. Uh, I guess what I would rather, I think, you know, if I'm sitting in the coach's room and I'm looking at, at video now for the last, you know, 12 hours, 36 hours and watching the game yesterday against Detroit, I'm throwing it over their head. I'm getting the ball downfield. Now I'm scoring. I want to score a lot of points early. It gets, the ball out of that big guy's hand and you don't want you know the worst the one thing you don't want for the Packers defense is if you're Mike Fenton is you don't want a highlight reel of of uh, Savage getting thrown around by an angry running back right you don't want that so and and I don't know if they can uh stand up toe-to-toe um, with him and you know everybody gives a ton of credit to, to derrick henry but if you watch really closely that offensive line is pretty darn good um a lot of times he doesn't get touched until he's across the line of scrimmage for three two three four yards and then you get that guy running with a head of steam that i'm not so interested about running and, and tackling him either so i guess from the packers point of view from their coaching staff if they want to if they want to win and feel comfortable you know in the end the last four minutes of the fourth quarter they need to score early, get the ball, put the ball into Tannehill's hand, and make him be a.
0: Yeah, I would say if you have to have uh, Ryan Tannehill come from behind to knock off the Green Bay Packers or begin to shoot it out with Aaron Rodgers, I think Rodgers wins that, you know, every damn day of the week. But if it becomes a possession game and it comes down to a last drive, Ryan Tannehill's not going to be the guy that's going to be throwing the football all over the place. He's going to be doing it just to maintain the offense and giving the ball to Derrick Henry, and then it's going to be up to the Green Bay Packers defensive front to be able to stop Derrick Henry thus to win the game. And I I don't know if I really want to see that happen to be honest with you, you know?
1: No. I agree. I, You know, and listen, the Packers played pretty smash-mouth on offense the first half. They were running, I thought, I mean, the best that I've seen them run in, in maybe ever, um, at least this season. And, and you see the way that they ran the football and the things that they did, and that offensive line was playing great. They had they had it set up right. They had great angles um, in their run scheme. So, you know, everything was, was really good. Uh, I just don't know if they want to. If they want to go toe to toe and you know with these guys running the football at each other, I just I just don't think that's a recipe for success, you know, against the Titans. And I I think you can get over the top of them. Um, if they want to blitz the house, I think good go for it. You can hit Tanyan and he'll have a big game. Um, and uh, and let, let let you know. I think they got to try. And, if I'm the Titans, I got to figure out a way to stop uh, Adams, and then I got to stop Jones, and then oh, there's that sneaky tight end I got to watch. So I think the, the the Packers offense is a challenge, especially for that team. It, you know what I saw from watching a little bit of them over the weekend. Uh, it could be a really difficult challenge uh, for the Titans defense, and I think the Packers just come right out of the gate and just, you know, run enough to keep them honest, but throw it in you know, a play action pass, let them get aggressive, and then throw it over the top, get them, get it get it over with by halftime.
0: Eric, always good. We'll chat again later this week and uh, get people ready for the Titans game, okay?
1: Uh, I mean, don't, isn't this exciting, though, to be at this point in the season and you're covering a football team that's got a chance to to, to, to get beyond the first round of the playoffs or even have a home field bye? I mean, this, this is what it's about. And, I'm, it's, you know, this is fun time. And as you can probably tell from my voice, I'm pretty excited. So, I, yep. I hope No, to be I, I think camp.
0: everybody should be. I agree with you, man. Appreciate it, pal. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Take care. Talk to you later. There you go. Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.